0: הכל תודה מיטמה גדולה ליוד של חטמיה, הצלילה, הצלילה, הכל תודה מיטמה גדולה ליוד של תגיד תודה, טוב, טוב, איזה טוב השם, כמה טוב השם, כמה טוב השם, כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על אמונה תודה רבה לך, על אמונה איזה טוב טוב Kama at kama come kama kama kama
1: yeah, tov l'audot la Hashem. Uh, Sunday afternoon, Arba name the four of j Radio, j Radio.com, j Radio Pro, and the apps, 718-506-9099, 718-506-9099, and 712-432-4217, 712-432-4217, and all in the other, in the Chechkas and the, the apps. And right now it's uh, Sunday afternoon, one o'clock. It's uh, Nisim and Abba Minim. And we have uh, a, basically the really uh, host here is Abba Suli that is join us uh, in the special program. And we talk about it, Abba uh, Suli. <laughs> How are you?
2: Baruch Hashem, very good
1: welcome to the show thank you and very much many many months uh, many years i'm trying to <laughs> to bring you and basically that's this part. and i remember that uh was basically uh kept for your father rest in peace unfortunately we didn't have uh, him live here and the show so but uh, and deal and you are here and you know that uh we have together Many, many hours of talking, so <laughs> you know, as by the road, will Hashem will give, bring to our listeners some, uh, from your knowledge and wisdom and experience with Avat Israel, Avat Chinam, from the point of view of your father, rest in peace, and the point of view of you of uh, what you are doing. And Bezat Hashem, with this, uh, you know, this show, first of all, it will be like Lunishmat, Shlomo. Ben Ashlomov Perel and uh, also Rav Netanel and Avraham Bchalil Benjamila, and Michael Ben Shafika and all Bne uh, Israel. Shochnim Etam Imam Din Shmatam Tzura B'Tzurah Ha'im. And we add to this a reward for very of As We say, we need to refresh a lot these days. We need it very. Very strong, and I fought a goof. So, basically, I'm mm-hmm. going to go who my call me. Shalot alo bishli bam shalacholim refreshly ma famititit. I and uh, Mazaltov Mazaltov le call and a shim that uh, have bar mitzvot. We taught Girls, boys, uh, weddings, whatever you know. I have some list. I have you know all the time. I have the big list, but I, that's why I say Mazel Tov to everyone. And if you want to a specific uh, to say uh, Mazel Tov, so go ahead or have some, some, something to say.
2: Uh, I would just wanted. I was just thinking to say that I remember in the last year my father came over to my house once on one of the Yom and I was telling him about different people that called to wish him uh, and when I told him that Nisim Lazari called, he said, get him on the phone, I want to talk to him. He was very of what of what the radio station did. For him, he was very close to Nisim to begin with, besides the radio station, but also uh, on his thousandth share that he gave in the Aguda. He got up and he specifically thanked the radio station. So I thought that would be the right way for me to start by saying the Akarat Hatov that my father had and all of us have for what the radio station does for the whole community.
1: I, you know, Hatov, I don't have a word to say how much uh, it was my privilege, my soul to know you and you know, father and all your family. That's, by the it's so unbelievable. Yisrael, uh, for all the direction and everything was you no know, without negiot, without this kind of sticks. They give me this, and I take give you this, and I will give you know if I, if I if you do like this, so I can you know no no it wasn't it was sharp uh, and this the the, all, the whole idea about Yiddishkeit about really what is uh, uh, is all about to be a Jewish uh, person and uh, you know so we will start basically. As uh, as we know, all, all over the, the news in Israel and uh, all around us, I don't see much difference. Everything, everything, it's like happened uh, yesterday and two days ago and three days ago. Like, that every time that uh, the state of Israel or the, the, poli- the politician in Israel touching something in the religious area, the backfire is coming very quickly. So, Rabbi... Uh, Yes, I'm here.
2: Yeah, just uh, just one second.
1: Okay, so we got a phone call. Just I'm sorry that about the silence. We got the phone call. So we're talking with Rabbi uh, Suli or Israel Pearl, the son of Rabbi Shlomo Perl. And again, this is a it's, you know, it's, I'm sorry I was so so I didn't say your name. Uh, so somebody called me to to introduce Rabbi uh, Suli Perl. Is well, I uh, I don't know. <laughs> we know so many years. So I don't know <laughs> uh, how to. It's 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 very uh, funny that. Uh, so again, Rabbi Soli Pearl is now in the show with Abba many. Bezat Hashem will be uh, the leader of this show every week, Bezat Hashem, and uh, we we going to talk about things that uh, really uh, and in the middle and what is the. Ashkafa of Yiddishkeit. What is and what we get? Where are we getting from? Where 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 we come from? Where Where are we going? Where are we coming from? And where are we going to? And uh, you know, as as we said that in Israel right now is a little bit quiet, but again somebody stabbed a, a Jewish person in in the Eretz with a with uh, a with a screwdriver. Not, not major damage, but uh, again, this is trying to to put terrorizing in, in Israel. That uh, and I see direct link to what we are doing and what what is all depends on us if we can bring our peace because the, the major thing is if we, the Jewish people, bring peace between us and Avinu Shemayim. And uh, it's it was so clear to me that when. They changed the laws of the gior of the uh, conversion in Israel immediately the same week, not even a few. I think it's a it one day, and then they come the the, the risa, the run over, and that they, they, they killed the two the girl and another a, 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 the the baby and a girl, and the girl was un- unbelievably what she was giorit, she was, con- you know converting and just saw a simon and. We, I talk, spoke about it. What is the run over? idrisa in in Hebrew drissa to lidros, and you just change the letter over there, and you do you get it sederka, and this is the new order. You know, you know, if you want to make me the Kadosh Baruch Hu said I want you want to do a new order in my life in in our in your life I'll make you a new order, and this is the starting all over again, and uh, you know. We have to be uh, prepared because Israel." And when we see all this prophecy and stuff like this, you see that it's really coming to you know to really to a point that I see the prophecy in my in front of my. Uh, how do you translate? You you just in your eyes you can see how the, the bad people getting their revenge on us, and you see it all over it's amazing and uh, rabbi i know that uh, we're starting uh the topic you know we got uh, a lot of texts you know texting and stuff like this and one of the texts this morning is talking about uh, teenagers boy and uh what we are doing with our basically next generation and what uh, you know from your experience okay rabbi pearl rabbi sorry pearl is in the last 30, 30, 35 years, I don't know, uh, is uh, is dealing with kids and ballet and schools. So he has uh, all the experience uh, talking about Ashkafah and all this. Uh, rabbi, I can. Uh, is starting out. <laughs> you have to ask me a specific question. I mean, uh,
2: <laughs> the. The uh, point I think that Nisim wants to bring is a little bit about, I assume, about the of Yeshivas in general and and where they're heading and yeah, we, how we're many talking are left, about where the boys are going, things and girls are going, things to that effect. I know that Nisim has spoken on, has spoken on the radio. What wasn't very happy when Yeshiva Itzad closed after maybe forty years of being open but there has to be a place for these boys to go, to fit in. and I guess that's what... Uh, I, I, you know what,
1: uh, Rabbi, it, it touched Rabbi uh, Yeshiva Ratzad. This is was very unique uh, Yeshiva. And, uh, you know, from the, the inside of the Yeshiva, we saw how Mesirut Nefesh wa, was over there. And it's a richer point that uh, nobody could continue because, again, Yeshiva Ratzad was non-brand Yeshiva, and uh, no plaques and no stone uh, on the walls, and no chandeliers and no marble uh, granite floors to donate over there or to uh, rename some stuff like this. And uh, who cares about these boys? That's what my feeling. But uh, I'm talking about general right now. am talking about general that we reach a point that uh, in our school system, I you know what? Not even not even old, also in in the jewish life. with with all all today teenagers in the world in general uh very confusing very confusing you can see uh kids running to isis good kids running to isis they don't find you know uh I heard the story of a girl a Jewish girl from France she just left home she told the father that she's going to a friend. And uh, they found uh, that basically she took a flight to Istanbul. And from Istanbul, they ran to ISIS to join them. You know, so much confusing in this world. So much things that uh, the kids expose and don't know how to, to tolerance with this. And they don't know what, what to do. And what 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 is our job uh, to, do, uh, to do here? Right. I mean, from the school's point of view, in, in any
2: yeshiva like Ritzad, we were, we were very, very close with the boys, and they were able to talk to us. And that's really, I would think, the job in all the yeshivas, that the rabbin should be able to talk to the boys, and they shouldn't really repeat to everybody else what the boys talk about. This is where they get trust. The boys trust them, and they could help the boys. My own sons tell me, my son told me the other day that he... He has to have a Rebbe. He's in 8th grade. He has to have a Rebbe. He feels this is his Rebbe that he could trust, that he could talk to. So if we're asking, if we're talking about from the point of the yeshiva, I think that's the most important important thing. When we had a camp where people in the camps, campers told me that they can't trust people in their schools. It's hard to speak to people in the schools. So I think that's really a, a job for the Rebbeim and then Hull in the school is to get the trust that the kids could speak to them. A lot of times they don't speak to parents. They speak... Sometimes they speak more to parents. That's the way it should be. But there a lot of things the Rabayam find out and teachers find out that they have to be no trained and know how to how to use it and how to help how to help the children. They have to speak to somebody. They have to feel they could trust people. That's what that's what I feel from, from my experience in Ritsad. And a lot of the boys spoke to me, spoke to the other and We were able to to be close with them and that's you know, to to stop problems before they come. Once the problem comes, in the yeshivas it's harder to deal with it than to
1: get to the problem before it before it becomes a problem. Uh, so you know what? Let me ask. Let me throw a little bit punching here. So what do you say about uh, the yeshivas that said "Schools.com"? Uh, this is a rotten apple. I don't want you here and just throw him out. You know what? What do you say about this uh, approach?
2: These these are tough questions because. The yeshivas, even the of schools, they try to show that every, every boy is perfect, which doesn't necessarily have to be the case. If every boy is perfect, so then I think the school is proving less because they came in perfect and they went out perfect. I think more of helping the people that aren't perfect, trying to work with those type of boys, and telling the Rabeim it's easy to, to work with the boy that listens the whole time, but to, to watch out for the kids that have potential problems to be there for them. When it comes to throwing somebody out, these are these are big questions that the Rashivas were always asked about throwing a boy out. And inside, we would throw a boy out if, if we felt he was affecting negatively other boys and that we couldn't handle it. And even even then, the people that I worked for, Rabbi Lap, wouldn't wouldn't give in so quick to even that because you know it's a neshama. You can just throw him out. He's going to leave with a bad uh, bad taste. I remember that once we threw out a boy and Riverside so the next day I went to his house in in Queens and visited him to make sure that he felt that he was uh that he was still loved, he was still cared for. It's just that he understood that it was a situation that warranted that he had to be thrown out. He understood it himself. My brother told me the same story. He did the same thing. That if there was a problem, he would always make sure that the that the boy knew that that he was loved. They we weren't, oh, wow, that was great. We threw him out. That should be a day of fasting, not a day of, of happiness, in my opinion. It's,
1: yeah, and I think that, they said that you said you used the words trust and uh, and love. You know, this is the two things that I think that uh, we are, right now, as parents, and parents, and I would say the teachers, as to be number one and two in the, the top priority, to show to the kids, and even it's tough. it's so many times it's tough to, to to see that the kids is wild in the class and is running and doing stuff that we have to understand that uh, we have uh, the, what you call responsibility to to take uh, these kids back to the normal life, even it's tough and. Uh, he said, I, I, "I took example, you know, last from two weeks ago, from Noah Parashat Noach, and about the the raven. Mm-hmm. So, asking why the raven was out, because he break the law of the of the of the teva. He break the law over there. He was wild. He was be not not again, and he went out, and but when he came back, Noach put him back. He, he returning back to the teva. So." We have to t- to see our kids. Sometimes they're revenue. Sometimes they want to 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 explore. It's it's not that they don't deserve to get some punishment or uh, this. Let's say the discipline. I don't want to say the punishment. The discipline to show them that they have respons- They have to they have to be responsible to their act. But to build the trust in us that our, the system is working and the system is carrying about them. System is loving, love them and they want them together, you know. And I, I see that uh, what we're doing here at J Root Radio and trying to put this all the time, awareness and awareness and awareness. And next month, Be'ezat Hashem will be here, Rabbi Barzilai, and he will give uh, a mini uh, seminar for, for teachers and parents of uh, education and the, the people that want to join us on this seminar, please contact us also. And uh, it's not simple. And i will tell you that I, what what is this, uh, Rabbi? now and again, yeah, I'm, go- I'm, I'm going again because I'm talking too much. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> well, <that's fine. laughs> uh, uh, what is the solution? For example, you know, you finish twelfth grade, yeshiva or Benot Yakov, and you feel empty. I feel like empty. Something that the emunah, you know, you're doing the tefillah. If you're doing the tefillah, it's like, uh, you know, you did a favor that you, you pray, that you make a check on your list that you pray Shachrit, pray mincha, and you don't feel the connection with Boroy Olam, with our really creator. And this is, for me, is very painful to see these boys and girls that basically... Uh, 12 years in 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 the system and what wh- what they get well how we can fix it you know this this is something that uh, bother me a lot because when i go to 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 schools and i see these boys and girls and and from the other end and the kids in the street that i'm talking with them they're very big believers it's amazing you know it's a really weird idea things at risk uh, that coming you know coming to the show and always the same. you know the guy one guy said it he always talk with god that's what they say i always talk with god i love him you know that he loves me i know that other people love but but when you're talking with 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 our institute i I don't find it i don't find out uh, uh, what 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 we're doing wrong or how we can repair this
2: yeah, it's a very good question. A lot of my uh, experience, again, is only in Kirov, not in, in the regular yeshivas. But in the Kirov, I found that a lot of times after 12th grade, the boys would go to Israel. And in Israel, they had, in Eretz Israel, they had a different method, something that we tried in Ritzad, and that was not to be always right on top of the of the, of the the child, to let them come to Shachos when they were ready, many yeshivas, and to build their own on their own. But could be it's not a really a uh, putting down the schools before them, but when the boys become or the girls become in the age of 17, 18, 19, they start understanding that they have to choose their own life. And I think that a lot of times if the seminaries would hit them the right way, which I think they do, especially in Israel, and give them their their space and also at the same time show them the love. The Rebbeim are always there. If you need us, here we are. Eventually they come around. Sometimes when you're too tight with... And you're too you know it gets too much, at least from the Kirov uh point of view. Every second somebody on top of the student, this is wrong and that's wrong and this wrong. I heard a lot from again, I'm talking in Kirov from Rapamzatzal about how just to let them be, to look the other way. If you feel they're doing something so wrong, so look the other direction, he told me. He told me that uh by carrying even before the before the Aruv came up at all. In those days, nobody, just about nobody uh, carried in flappish Now, Flappish Barapak, people do, people don't. But staying away from that topic, Rav in those days told me with the Kirov boys, just don't look that direction. If they're doing something wrong, look the other direction and let them on their own on their own, come around. That was the method we took in Ritsad a lot. And that's why the boys got very close with us. We had trips with them and we had camps with them. And Eventually, when they became firm, they said, this is what we wanted, what we saw, not what not what we were forced to do, but what we saw, that to be our future. So I think that would uh, answer your question maybe from a Kiruv point of view.
1: Yeah, I know what, uh, from a Kirov point of view, I know that uh, somehow I felt uh, that, okay, I'm talking also about myself, you know, that, that this is my choice, I can, but when I look at my children, uh, you know and what you call ffp uh and and it's they, this is not there there wasn't a, their own choice they born into a situation and born to a, this uh, to a to a synagogue they are born to a bet midrash born to you know, and this is a very tough it's a very, it's a very tough challenge to the, the rabbis and the teacher and the morot to keep it alive unless you get the, the really uh i would say Ma'ala or to understand exactly where, where you're coming from, you know. That's why, again, I'm just again that the awareness and awareness and talking yeah. about just giving the kids a positive don't all the time just don't look on what is don't look on the vessel, look what's inside. And many times, unfortunately, we have this tendency to, to look only. On the outside on the surface oh this is this is a, a not white shirt this is a not uh, black pants not back black black hat uh, the skirt is a, is a one inch uh, shorter and this is a little bit different colors what we expect and that's it we judge the pe- the person and we finish with his life uh for 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 forever you know this is like you know and they feel that uh uh, we're just judging him by, by doing uh, the wrong everything is wrong everything no no. everything no we had the uh, kids that coming here on in the, in the radio and I saw I saw this it was a rebellion a very very strong rebellion against uh, the system and my, again from your experience what, uh, what what is what do you think that uh, let's say let's say that now I'm putting you in yeshiva uh, not kiruv a regular yeshiva what, what, is, uh, what is your uh, pro- approach as a rabbi over there? Well, first of all, a
2: lot of, a lot of these, these uh, children you're saying that are going off the derech. So obviously they're, they're taking their rabbi, they're taking their parent, they're taking somebody and using that as their excuse. I'm not in any way saying that the boy is right. I'm just saying that there are times that their excuse could have been avoided especially you know, whether it's at home or in the school or whatever it is. Not trying to say, wow, this person's right, this is what the Rebbe did wrong. I'm not saying the Rebbe did anything wrong, but we have to look at it in the eyes of the the student sometimes when he gets sent to my office and he did something that first thing you think to yourself is why in the world would he do something like that? Because he's 14 years old. You're not 14 years old. You don't look at it the way he looks at it. He's not on the same uh, wavelength that you're on. So, I mean, the schools, they they have to do their best and they have to keep their uh, eyes on the, on the kids and try to help them. I know the other day I met a principal, a regular yeshiva, one of the top, biggest yeshivas in Brooklyn. He said to me the other day, he tr- was trying to get a certain one of the boys into a school. They didn't want to take him. So he met another Rebbe. He said, right now, this second, me and you were driving down to the school. It was a two-hour drive to help to try getting him in. So obviously there there's a lot of, Good people out there doing a lot of very good things in these Shivas. but I think it reached a point where they have to keep everyone has to keep their eyes open a little, a uh, little bigger and a little be more aware of what's of what's going on. And you know, not everything's an answer. Wow, he went like I said. I tell my students also, assume even if you're assuming you're right, you still have your own life. You got to get back together, even if what you th- think in your head is true that it's this person's fault or that person's fault but it's still your own life. You got to get your life together. That's how the students should be looking at
1: it. That's uh, that's the very good uh, example because I said, I, I take all, th- all the time the example from, uh, basically from, again, from this uh, Sefer Bereshit. And uh, it's be- So many examples about it. We're talking about uh, Eshet Lot, Eshet Lot. And in the minute she look back, she become a bitter, you know. So uh, basically, and even, even she wouldn't die the personality becomes this. When you look back all the time, you look, you become sour and bitter. Oh, this has caused me and this has caused it. And from the other end, you take yourself. And the, the most encouraging uh, stories in the, in the, in the, in the Torah, this, these kids, this teenage boy, could be the most criminal person in the world if he didn't have his, uh, his, his father trust and love. And that is, we talk about it so many times, about yourself or, or Dinah. Because you run, you know, imagine yourself. Your brother wants to kill you. Everybody hating you. You, you. you humiliate him, you know, throw him naked to the snakes and scorpions. Then sell him to the to Arabs. And he come comes the, over there. He comes to the most gorgeous lady in the world. And what happened? One thing happened over there. He saw his father's face, right? Why? And I, my interpretation is because one sentence, Viacov have at Yosef and Jacob love Yosef. And in a minute you have the trust and love, you are basically plant a root, a trust of, of, of the, with the kids. And it's tough. I know that it's tough. As a parent, I know this. The, 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 you, know, and, you know, look at Yosef. Ludovice, his father. He know that his brother jealous in him, right? What he what he did to him? He bought him a cottonet pasim, very stylish a dress he didn't bought him a white shirt and uh he bought him something no it's it's exactly the opposite what you think but this this is what, it was characteristic and he he gave he gave him to to wear this you know it's not something that he, he said oh you don't go because your brother is black and white you have to go black and white you know i don't know red color you know red green whatever just it's amazing it's amazing that the, how he found the way to reach yourself and to build the trust and love that yourself built his characteristic and he was the the, the, the longest king in the in the, the Jewish people 80 years in in Egypt and no everybody loved him everybody respected him everybody uh, unbelievable so we have to learn from this again i i just i am I'm, I'm looking at, to my all uh, myself about it you know i am as a parent as as a father and they involved with a little bit a little bit with you know, i don't know so-called ki with organized here i you know what we're doing here that that's why i, I i'm thinking that I'm, i brought you here I, I, that's why i i wanted to listen for your my father rest in peace that yeah. all is up, i know that your father has, has a very very strong minded about it can you can you tell us stories about also this this I want to, to get Yeah my father was uh in Kirov a little
2: bit less involved, although he he would come with us on the Shabbatones to hotels where he would never ever go if he wasn't being there, you know, there to Mizchazik the Inyan, the situation with the yeshiva, with the Kirov. But when I would ask him a question on this topic, I think he said pretty much exactly what you just said, Nisim. I remember him once telling me, but I'm trying to think what the question was. I remember him telling me that, that they asked Ramosha Feistin's zatzal such a type of question. And he Ramosha said, it's not really 100% my field, this question, to do with Kirov and how to, how to keep, uh, keep somebody in, so to speak. Meaning not to just let them f- fall away. And he said that uh, the only thing I would say is that you have to keep on saying, I love you, I love you. Keep on repeating to them and telling them how much you care about them. See, one day these kids are a good percentage of the, I believe, the children that we got into the subject are going to want to come back. That's the way it is. They're going to want to come back. But who are they going to come back to? Not to someone that screamed at them, not to someone that they in confidence told them something and the person slammed the door in their face. They're not going to call that person back because that person can't look at them. That person can't believe what they told them in private that happened. But they're going to call back the person that they say understood them and that cared about them and loved them. That person, they're going to pick up the phone one day and call back this year and five years and whatever it is. And therefore, I think that my father was repeating for Amosha exactly what Nissim just said, that if there's going to be, they're going to feel love between themselves and whoever the person is, a parent, a teacher, a Rebbe, they're going to come back to that person and if Chas Vashem, they don't feel that by anybody, then they're going to have nobody to come back to. They're not going to be able to pick up the phone and call somebody. And I think that's what well, you want to hear something from my father. I think that's what he's repeating from Moshe Feinstein, who we always repeated from, that there has to be an offer, there has to be a trust, there has to be somebody that they could, they could call back, someone that didn't right away put down whatever they heard. People, Children, boys, girls, they're not going to continue coming and talking to anybody if they feel that they can't trust anybody. If they think that what they just told the teacher or the Rebbe was the conversation in, in the teacher's room, then they're never, ever going to speak to anybody again. Besides that, it's not right. It's, that's not fair to the child. They said it incompetence, They didn't say it that the person should repeat it to everybody. So that, 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 that's the trust and the love, and that's what's going to help in Kiruv. It's going to help in every school, any camp, wherever it is. That's, and, that's what it's about. That's what my father also, I believe, was telling me.
1: And uh, I want to remind the the listeners that if you have some question, if you want to sorry, say something, remind so can can you can give us a call, seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight. A little bit uh, a little bit of pressure, but uh, I think that you you have the, the all the right to to answer the question and. Uh, I think that many times, many times we find ourselves as a parent, that the kids, you know, as as a, as a period, that he wants his own privacy and he found an outlet in a, in a different lo- lo- location. Let's say they doesn't doesn't speak with his parents hundred percent, and they speak with a. Uh, so I always create some kind uh, of an outlet for these kids. Well, okay. okay. Okay, so we miss one second. Hello. hello, hello, hello. Okay, we have somebody in line, but we don't hear him. Uh, can you call us back, please? So, the uh, so I, I know as a pa- also again as parents, I'm talking as a parents. Sometimes you give you you can your kids to give an outlet that uh, if it's a friend and you can tap to his friend you can tap to his uh, rabbit can his mo- mora that the kids can trust give uh, give you know sometimes kids that da- don't f- doesn't feel so good uh to talk with his parents about things that uh that, let's see if with uh, this guy here? hello hello okay Something wrong with the phone, but please try again if uh hello. Hello. Okay, we're we waiting. Uh so if somebody else, you can text us also on three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. if you have any question about the topic. Hello. Hello yes Do you want to ask question Yeah Yeah what the question please Hello You prefer not to be on air Robert
2: Remember that uh, Nissim was talking about my father on the Shabbaton's we used to bring the boys many times for Sudat Lishiv Shosha to my parents' house and my father used to answer all the questions that they had on Shabbat um, one after the next it was interesting like Rav Pam said my father would answer the questions for for the boys that came maybe a drop differently than he answered in his shiurim. Because my father knew, you know, what was mutter, what was us, and what was what was a gray area that that uh, that uh, he could answer for someone who's first coming into to be coming from. Remember, one person asked him. He said, uh, each, "You know, each time they would ask my father a question, he would say, okay, that's mutter,' but hopefully in a year you're not going to want to do that." He would answer like that. Okay, that's mutter, and then one boy said, "Could my?" could I wash dishes on Shabbos with hot water? And my father's about to say that that daddy can't say his mother, that he, he, he didn't, you know. And then the person said, but before you answer, I want to explain my question. My question is, I know you're not allowed to do that. I know you're not allowed to turn on hot water on Shabbat, he says, but if I don't do it, my mother's going to do it. He says, so my question is not if I'm allowed to do it. My question is if I'm allowed to take the away from my mother. I don't want her to have it. I would rather have it on myself. So I remember my mother walked out because she was crying at that point. A cl- person could ask a question like that, that I know my mother's going to do this Havera. so I would rather do it before she gets the chance. And it made it into my father's chair the next day, Sunday morning. That question, as many, many other, other questions that they asked him uh, did, but that that's gives you a little idea where people are coming from and ha- how my father had to answer and to my father, welcome to the to the cure of questions, not just the
1: regular thousands of questions that you're getting each week. Yeah, this is a really touching, uh, you know, moment. And I know that your father was very also straight ahead with uh, with what to do after the school and stuff like this yeah. after school, talking mm-hmm. about graduating and to what what you're going to if you continue in the school, if you you know. And this is something that was with a, uh, a lot of uh, discussion about it. If the kid has to learn professional prof- profession and stuff like this.
2: Right. One thing about my father is we didn't, you know, like now we talk about him and what he held. He obviously felt it was important for people to have a job, and he he wasn't shy in saying what he had to say. It's, it's easier to talk about somebody when they don't have to answer you. But my father whatever he believed in, he believed in when he was alive and you could talk to him about it and he, he wasn't afraid to say what was on his mind as the people that went to his shiurim or heard the tapes of his shiurim didn't bother him what he said or whatever he thought was the right thing to say. That's what he clearly said. I, I told him, I said, Dad, your kids are, you know, are married already but we have to marry our kids. You can't, you know, just, but he didn't really bother him. He just, he was straight, <laughs> he was honest and he said whatever he felt was the right thing. That's what he did. <laughs> he felt people should have jobs. He would say that yeah, people should have to have a job. It didn't really affect him what, what, what was going on or what other people felt. He said what he felt.
1: And the time in the shul when it's coming, the, the time to come to the shul is. Uh, he was very uh, machped on this. He was
2: very machped, and he, and he wasn't. It didn't affect him so much as if he spoke about people should come on time, and it didn't bother him if he said that Yeshiva should come on time or. It didn't bother him whatever he felt there was a problem, so he was going to say something about it. And that's what he would say He'd Say, he shame, covet Shemayim. He can't come late. And he would say it clearly in the shul, and he would beg people and tell them and remind them. But like I was saying, it, it, I don't think it bothered him so much what other people said. It He said what he felt. What was on his mind is what he said clearly and straight.
1: Yeah. Okay, and uh, okay, so let's let's you know what I want to just to uh, say some some word about the parasha, you know, just and if somebody has a question, please give us a call seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight, and if you want to talk after the show and call us also, we we will be a few minutes after the show here again. So parasha, one thing that was very very strong for me about the behave of uh, Eliezer. And I know that many, many we spoke about people speaking about it. How, what, what kind of person he, he was, uh, uh, Eliezer? It's uh, really amazing to see a servant that uh, going with his master so many years. Master doesn't have nobody except him. He was the trustees, you know, it's everything. And uh, when his master telling him, you know, and he has daughter also, and a good daughter, you know. And his master told him, uh, listen, I don't uh, think that your daughter will be... I, it, it, it said, this girl's ear from this neighborhood not belong to my son. And you go look for another location. And I imagine yourself, Tuto, you're working, uh, I don't know, 30 years in uh, some place. And uh, you expect to get something, you know. You, get, you know, it, it's it's something that's very, very... Uh, human, get you know, the boss, you know, at least release something. You know, is you know, my daughters, you know, my family, you know, all this stuff, you know, I'm loyal to you. And he could say, You know what, I'll promise you. And he will go around the corner, go to King's Saiwa, go back to Menostrand, you know, and then come back to the place where I am him. Send him, said, No, I didn't find, I didn't find nobody. And then it's like, uh, a coming, uh, to uh, to location that you know, but he can he can say he can't lie to his boss and said you know I don't find so here he my daughter, for example you know yeah, that's a good good point it's, it's 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 really it's above the normality that they see that really uh, what is really to it's loyalty, what do you mean loyalty to to all, all the idea and all the way all the way he went through basically the pipeline of Avraham to the Kadosh Baruch before they come to the well, he said, Eloke Avam," right? And he used his master as a pipeline to Kadosh Baruch to get his blessing and every act that he did. He just mentioned his master and the master of the master. And and he got the reward in the end he got the reward. He was one of the ten people that went to that direct, you know. Uh, but when you sit in this in his place, it's really amazing to see how how how, how an ava how moderate person he can be. He can. And I had also another, another explanation about it that he knew the, all the Torah and. Uh, he knew that uh, Evet Knani cannot be released. That's why the, his daughter cannot be uh, uh, is, is, is the wife of his is son, the master, his master's son. This is also one of the explanations. And the other point is like this: talking about uh, Rifka. You no, know, you see, a three years old girl, with the Midrashim said, and all this real, girl. and this, she see a uh, ten giants with uh, with camels and coming to her. And asking to, to drink water. Well, imagine yourself today, okay? In in, in our neighborhood, a uh, ten uh, ten people a person with with a, I don't know with a trucker a big trucker is coming to the, to the, this girl. Uh, give him give him water. What do you think? What you would say today? You said take take a hike, you know, I, you know. leave me alone. What do you think? What do you think you are? Right. You take yourself. No, she did because she did. This. She knew that that's her duty. Now it's her act of chesed. This this is her act now. Now I'm doing my act. I don't care who is the person in front of me. He's a rich. He's a poor. He's a giant. He's a small. I am doing the act for him. And then actot zar Then later, I, what will be will be. But this is my uh, uh, my my duty right now. I'm taking responsibility. This is in my territory right now. I'm going to helping him. He asked me. I'm going to no question ask. It's amazing, and when I when I see what kind of you know we call it The or act of chesed that she had, and that's why this was choosing to be our mother's mother. So see i see you smiling and uh you know give us give us some uh, things uh, what what you are uh, what you in uh, you know i'm stuck a little bit <laughs> You know, we, with all hours that we are driving together, <laughs> to, together to the mountain, back and forth, hours and hours. And we are uh, a little bit, uh, we never had uh, a silence moment of our, uh, <laughs> I know that. Uh, but uh, uh, let me remind our, first of all, our listeners that uh, uh, we will have uh, an gr- awareness group of education for for parents and teachers. Uh, Rabbi Barzila is w- well known in Israel. He will give lectures, he's giving shiurim, the show him that the, the show him and every uh, Wednesday in the radio about Aroet and Olad, then about education and uh, parenting. And He will give us here, uh, he will be here almost two weeks. He will give us some seminars. And If somebody wants to register themselves please contact us and uh, the text messages and the numbers that uh, we promote also uh, yuval ovadia is uh, was a hollywood actor and he become balchuba he create quite a few movies he will be here on december 2nd in slc and uh, he will give a uh, a lecture about Amim, the end of the days with a movie and this everybody is invited to SLC Avenue T Avenue T and East 8 beside this uh, you know all this uh, we are going to do a, a new program new things mm. to refresh our lines as, as you know we're trying to to listen to you and uh we will have uh, from next week, from this week, uh, a new LC uh, living uh, hosts. Basically, it will be two hosts uh, with uh, physical therapy and uh, uh, nutrition. and we will just changing all the stuff. We are also uh, working with a new rabbis uh, and Rabbi Pel, uh Welcome to the new uh, staff of uh, j Ruth Radio. Bezat Hashem. <laughs> I know that I'm forcing you on there, but... <laughs> you got me this week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I know that uh, Rabbi Pearl gives every Sunday, shiu, be in Bet Avigdor, right? Beis Avigdor? Yes. Huh? Ve- Knesset's
2: Beis Avigdor on Avenue J and East 18th. And what time? 9.15. Not not tonight, because there's a wedding going on uh, from one of the people in the shul, but 9.15, Beisrat Hashem, every Sunday night from nine fifteen till 10 o'clock on um, Halachas and Shabbos, halachas, Shabbos, trying to repeat and continue what my uh, my father started. And that's why, uh, that's why I came here also, because my father, I think, had the same thought in mind that Nisim has. My father had the thought of Aves Yisrael, of caring about everybody. It didn't matter, once I brought him one of my students, it maybe was was uh, 11.30 at night, and he came right down to speak to him. It was, it was an important uh, discussion. Didn't bother him. Came down immediately, you know, welcomed him in like he, like, he, like he was the most unbelievable guest he ever had in the middle of the night. And that was his obviously thrill, And that's why he loved Nissim because he has the same thing. And both of them tried, my father tried, and try continues to try to, to bring it out to the rest of the world that uh, certain things that we all know we have to work on and nobody's perfect. So that's what I think. Uh, my father saw a lot in thisem, the Abbas Yisrael that he has, and that he tries to uh, bring it out over the radio for other people to uh, to attach to it, to learn from it. That's uh, it's very important. It's big, big, big zakasim to try to to get people to to do the right thing. My father mainly spoke about learning. That was his main uh, main topic, about people could learn. I think that's why Nissan brought me here to talk a little bit about my father. And a lot of his discussions were about that we have time to learn. Sometimes, you know, you have three jobs and you lose one of the jobs. So what happened to the extra 21 hours? You know, that, where'd they go? And there's time that we could find if we, if we put our minds to it. And I know my wife tells me, I have to get my wife into this, that when you learn with your kids, so the cell phone can't be on. It can't be on Vibe. It can't be on Silent. It can't be on anything. It just has to be off and then that's an important thing that we should set aside time for our kids they should think that uh, that they're more important than our cell phones and our and our texts and our emails and everything else that's going on 24 7 nowadays we should focus on our children and if we're in the chinook world that we should focus on our students and not uh not on everything else that's going on out there. And that was my father pushed, to have a time that we're going to learn. And I've said uh, before that when people rang the bell, when my father was learning, he didn't answer the bell. He didn't answer the phone. He didn't give sadaka to the people walking by that were collecting because he just knew he's Isaac in this one mitzvah, and that's it. He's learning, and there's nothing that's going to disturb him. That's why he was able to do what he did. So he would tell other people, you know, if this safer is what interests you, you like whatever safer it is, whether it's in Hebrew or in English, it doesn't matter. So you get started on that, but to focus, not to focus on 20 different things at the same time. Once you get to focus on, one, on learning, let's say, on one piece of learning or one area of learning, so then it's going to continue into other areas also. So that's what I wanted to also say over a little bit for my father. And he was very big into that and all of the kids and grandchildren, he all made them feel like there was nobody else, like they were the, his Ben Yachid, the only one that, that, uh, that that you know, only child that he had. And I really
1: witnessed it. Every person that was, come close to him, it's, it was amazing. It was felt like his son is, it's really the only son. It's, it's uh, you know, he was so caring about everything. And I just want to remind to the listener that Rabbi Shlomo Perez, he he wasn't, a yeshiva booker, uh, typical. He was a, a public school teacher, right? Correct. That's what I think
2: I did. He did. You know, I was thinking afterwards. Somebody once told me that they uh, that they were attendance teacher. They just would mark here absent or on time in the public school. So they asked my father, "What are you sitting in the classroom, working so hard? I'll get you a job like I have. You know, we'll figure out how to get you an attendance monitor job." And he didn't tell me why he didn't take it, neither did the person that repeated this story by Shiva. But I had my own answer, that he needed the years that he taught to be able to teach Torah to other people. That's why he needed that experience so that he could tell the Rabbana Shalom everything I did in my life was just to help.
1: Teaching and I, Torah. I think that also that uh, this I heard from other people that the, the reflection about not only Avat Israel, uh, but you know, and Kiddush Hashem to show the, 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 the non Jewish people that people caring about them and it doesn't matter if you you are what color you are, what race is it as a student, you know, in the in the school that they get the fact that a, a, a kind person standing in front of them and love them and care about them. You know, I see it when when you have a good teacher, it doesn't matter which what what instant you are, but you are uh, reflect on the people around you, and this is the biggest Kiddush Hashem. When you see a, a, a Jewish, from Jewish person that care about uh, non-Jewish people and caring about the family and asking questions and running uh, over, this is things that are very important for all of us. And I, I know that uh, we learn from the chachamim, eve mekadem koladam in 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 a smile and something that doesn't matter if is is jewish is from is not from is is this is the idea that to be a nice person right that's what he taught us I
2: know one of the people that came over by uh, Shiva. so they were they just used to pass by the house they didn't even know my father that well, but they said to my brother you what did your father do all day? I saw him sitting in his front front room, eleven, twelve, thirteen hours, just sitting there. All of his sperm, the insides, they're all yellow, and he went through everything again and again. But he started, he started small. He started focusing, maybe on one Malachi and Shabbos, not even on the whole Hilchus Shabbos. Um, one, one melacha. Maybe it was uh, Borer. Well, that's a pretty hard one. But I think that's what he uh, he started with, and from there he he built himself up, and that's. What he wanted everybody that's listening and all of us people to do is to do the same thing. Find something that interests you in learning and start with that and then go over it until you know it better than anyone else. And then when you see that you know something so perfectly, then you'll understand that you can know more. You could do more than just that one malachi. You could do more. That's what he wanted all of us to to know. Also, he pushed me to give a share. That's why I give a share. People that have that opportunity. That are able to give a share or some type of class, you're gonna see that the learning that you did for years is gonna become clearer when you have to prepare to to uh, teach someone else and you have to prepare what they're gonna ask you, or potentially any questions that'll come up. It's gonna change it's gonna change your life from, from beginning to end, from A to Z. That's what I think you would want me to
1: tell all of the listeners out there. Wow. Well, uh... You know, when you spoke about it now, about Malacha, one Malachi, and that is, it took me back. Uh, how old is Yaakov? Yaakov's 13. Uh, uh, 13. Uh, so uh, it's 13 years ago when uh, it was the Shalom Zacha, and I came, to, uh, we walked to your house, uh, and we're sitting together talking, and and someone I don't know maybe even me it was you know by mistake the schme that the his suit with uh with the cake, with the cream of the cake you I oh, made it do a lot of on <laughs> that one <laughs> <laughs> uh, it becomes, so I said, uh, you know what, I allowed to take the 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 the, the bath. and of Melaben and all this stuff, and we start discussing about and it's it's amazing how deep it went into then it right. everything uh, was a question yes whatever came up, and he wouldn't stop until
2: he had the answer. He told me, he says, if you don't know, you have to say I don't know. You can't answer the question. So one day I told him, someone asked me this and this question, and I said, I don't know. He said, that's a good answer. But now you only have 24 hours to find out the answer and answer him. I don't know is not the final <laughs> answer he told me. It's just the beginning answer. But he used yeah. to tell me, that's what you have to say. You're not going you to guess.
1: You have to look it up. People can't know everything. So Rabbi uh, Suripa, thank you very much and Bezadashem, Bezadashem, this uh, show will be continued, and our Ataminim will be with uh, Rabbi Salif, Pearl and Nisim. And uh, we will, I don't know, we'll give some uh, our feedback, and uh, I know that you wasn't prepared to this. Uh, right, much and, <laughs>
2: easier than a share, I didn't have
1: to prepare at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's always its always a pleasure to talk with you about things that uh, really bother me. And if it's better me, it's better a lot of people. I think. Same here, and we from the whole family, my father and
2: and uh, people, my entire family. We really wanted to uh, thank this radio station. My daughter SD that texted me that she's listening out there, but uh, we wanted to really thank Nissim for what he's doing. It's not it's not an easy task that he's trying to do. People take it for granted that, wow, it sounds easy. But Nissim has. Has dreams and he wants to fulfill them to, to help bring our Binyusrael to everybody, and that's it's a major undertaking. And I wish him only Azlacha.
1: Amen, amen. Uh, from you getting blessing is very uh, very Khashuv. And Hashem Hakadosh kol mishlot Ben kol osho I want to thank all the people behind the scene that helping us to purchase the new equipment. And um helping us also with the the rent and the expenses and all this stuff. So please uh, feel free to 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 help us because we don't, as we said, we don't have any We don't have any other stuff. You know, all these chandeliers to sell. We're just selling really avat Israel and and uh, and mm. by the way. We join Radio Alpine in Israel this week. Will be a special pray for Parnassah with all the biggest the, the biggest in Israel. Uh, rabbi Shalom Arush, Rabbi Moshe Ben Lulu, and all, all the other big Rabbi will be praying and will get blessing of Parnassah from people. And the prophet or the, the money will go to Radio Alpine and Jeruth Radio. So, if you are interesting, you you can join us, and uh, you can text us your names and stuff like this, and uh, we can combine it with with Jay, uh, with uh, Radio Alpayim and Jero to- together. But uh, besides this, I, I just want to say that I really appreciate you that you listen to us, that appreciate that sometimes we're doing some something in the, your life and uh, definitely in my life, you you're doing a very very thing, good things to us. And I, I want to say thank you to Rabbi Pearl and fam- the Pearl family, that uh, have the root to know them and to know all all the family. Hashem, thank you, and uh, we will talk uh, much more. And uh, I would say
0: uh, that uh, we continue with the show of uh, Pesach Chani. So.